You have the American dream. You own your own business. But owning a business turns out to be more than you thought. It's a pain in the neck. You're not getting where you want to go. You're not getting what you want to get. And you're working 97 hours a week. We're here to help you fix that. This is the Small Business Celebration Podcast. I am your host, Michael Roberts, and on this podcast, you can learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Before we begin our interview with this week's successful small business visioneer, I want to take a moment and thank you, the listener, for helping Small Business Celebration reach a significant milestone. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you're about to hear an example of why. 1,750 plus small business owners, partners, presidents, and CEOs connect with Small Business Celebration on a weekly basis. When you consider Kern County has just over 10,000 small businesses, 1,750 plus weekly connections is a big deal. We want to thank the tremendous content that our Visioneer guests continue to provide this podcast, our sponsors, and you, Visioneer Nation, who subscribe to this podcast, internalize our guests' valuable insight, and because of it, are growing a strong and profitable business. And we thank you. Our guest today is Shannon Labar, the owner of Purveyor House, and welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Briefly tell our guests what it is that you do here at the Purveyor House. Yes, so at Purveyor House, we help businesses clarify their marketing and their message through graphic design, branding, and all the things to get the customers to listen. And this has been a rather successful venture from you because you first started out, I believe, at Bolthouse Farms in their marketing department. I did. I was there for seven years and I worked my way up. So I was the, the lonely little admin that <laughs> just, you know, did reports. And I was like, what am I doing? This is not that exciting to me. I have a long history of graphic design. I was in the music industry for a minute, but just needed a job and they were welcoming and they're like, this is the department to be in if you're, you know, in that world. So... We were connected uh, by way of trailer <laughs> to the uh, the creative trailer, uh-huh. and I slowly started poking my way in and said, "They have Max. They have all these cool things. Can I just do some design?" And so I uh, I kind of joked that I just landed there just to uh, just sit at the desk and put myself, assert myself into that role. Um, but come to find out they did need some help over there. And so I moved over to the creative team pretty quickly after I started and uh, was project management um, through the Campbell's acquisition and left in 2017. And why did you decide to open up your own business? I've always had a passion for small business mm -hmm. and I've always been able to, to see, you know, businesses five years down the road if they did it well or what they were thinking that they couldn't do like I could basically see the future in a way <laughs> um, but what I was seeing was um, just a lot of need in Bakersfield for some new innovative ideas mm -hmm. um, but more than that I I just needed to see if I could do it on my own if I could start a small business because I've always had that inkling in me I studied small business management at Cal State Bakersfield and didn't go into a small business. <laughs> I always I always think about if I had started it right out of the gate out in 20, 2010, if I would have done any, if I would have where I would be right now, and it would be very different, mm -hmm. obviously, and mm -hmm. who knows what that could have been like. But um, Bullhouse really taught me the power of uh, collaboration and the power of uh, just being dynamic and kind of rolling with the punches and learning how to problem solve one 
really creatively <laughs> and really fast mm -hmm. and to to do it both of those things you actually have to take a step back you mm -hmm. have to look at what you're dealing with think through the options and then react in a very responsible way and so um we did a bunch of stuff there that i take into my daily work here and uh i'm surprised at myself of oh i did something like that before <laughs> that's you know i'm i'm lucky in that um i was in a role that was very similar to what I wanted to do already in my life. Mm -hmm. um, always wanted to be with design, always in that um, area. And it just so happened that I really started to understand the marketing side of things and the actual conveying of a message to a customer. Mm -hmm. um, so I just kind of melded the two and just threw it out there and saw what happened. And we're two years running now. So <laughs> Well, you must be doing something right because you were just recently named 20 under 40 by Bakersfield Life magazine. Yep. <laughs> so that's no small feat. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, that was a surprise for sure. Typically, who are the kinds of clients that you're looking for or working with now? Now we're, we're trying to uh, find the clients that need longer term help. Mm. Um, the ones that really don't have a marketing arm to their business. Mm. So a lot of the business owners that we find, they have a good, big, great, wonderful vision, but they're the ones doing the work or they're the ones managing the teams and they're great at what they do, but their marketing's lacking, their design is lacking, their overall messaging could be much, much better. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of the businesses we have, you know, they have the Pinterest boards, they have, oh, what if we could do a photo shoot like this? And we, they don't have anyone to actually facilitate that. Mm. So we're looking for businesses that need some really innovative marketing, um, really interesting ideas, and a very more minimalistic type of design style that really lets your messaging speak. And so um, we love entrepreneurs. We love small businesses. We love big businesses. Um, but we really want to try to focus on the businesses that have the vision but don't have the skills necessarily to take it on. One of the things that really piqued my interest when I found out about you is I've been a big fan of Donald Miller and StoryBrand for a long time. And the challenge has been, because I think the way he does branding and messaging is absolutely brilliant. Mm -hmm. And one of the challenges is that we haven't had any certified guides with that program here in the Central Valley. And here you are. We're here. <laughs> Tell our listeners, what is StoryBrand and why is it so powerful? StoryBrand is a messaging framework that Donald Miller stumbled upon through his years of writing and studying the art of the story. Mm. And what he was able to see was that there were seven pieces of the marketing of, of a story that could be applied to the marketing framework that, I mean, it works for every type of business. Mm -hmm. And um, so what he did is he wrote a book about it. And kind of the beginning of the book is less about the framework, but it's more about just getting in the mindset of what customers see because mm -hmm. that really changes the whole dynamic of the conversation. So he he has found and he's done the research and to to say that when you throw out too many mixed messages or too too many heavy things, he calls them bowling balls. Mm -hmm. And when you throw a bowling ball at a customer, they can maybe hold one or two mm. pretty easily mm -hmm. depending on the person, I guess. Um Every time you add another layer to that messaging, you're actually adding another bowling ball. Mm. And come to find out if you even add any more, you're adding Vaseline to these bowling balls. <laughs> so if I'm trying to convey a marketing message and I say, it's really important because X, Y, and Z and you know X, Y, Z, D, P, Q, all of those things, 
you've lost him. Right. You know, because their brain, our, our brains can only facilitate so much work. We get right. tired. It expends calories, all of that. Um, I get the most exhausted after sitting through a meeting. <laughs> I could go do a, you know, a yoga class and a CrossFit or whatever. And I'm obviously physically, you know, exhausted, but my, my mental game is on. Right. <laughs> that makes me, you know, energized, but sitting in a meeting where you're thinking you're just done for the day. Right. So if you try to market to people in a way that just, I have to say everything at once, you're going to lose them really fast. And so what he does through the framework is try to distill all of those marketing messages into the thing that will serve the client, the customer, the best. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that they want at the end of the day, it's about what they want. Um, and if you can serve them through that and talk to those pain points, the, the problem, all of that stuff, you'll capture their attention really fast. Mm -hmm. So once you capture their attention, you start leading through a story. Mm -hmm. And so his framework builds on the story of what does the customer want? What are the problems that they're facing? Um, and then positioning them as the most important piece of the story. Most businesses often, or most businesses all the time, really, they, they shed the light of we're the best in the world. We've won all of these awards. We're incredible. You should hire us or you should buy from us. Mm -hmm. When in fact, that's not leaving any room for the customer to come and say, hey, what about me? And what about my needs? And what about the fact that I have all of these problems and it makes me feel a certain way. Um, Donald Miller says, don't do that. And story <laughs> tells us not to. So right. one of the illustrations in the book is, um, and really the only one I can talk to because I don't really know any of the other stories that he mentions, but I do know good Star Wars. Right. I know Star sure, Wars. Sure. So um, Luke Skywalker comes on the scene and you're like, this guy is, you know, he looks good. He's, you know, fit. And, you know, he's, he seems to be strong, mm -hmm. but then when you face him with a really hard problem, he, he can't, you know, levitate the, uh, the rocks or anything like that. He has to meet a guide and that is the Yoda right. <laughs> of the story. So you have these characters that are, you know, your customers, there are heroes in the story. They're mm -hmm. the ones that have a problem, but they have faults. So when you position your business as the guide, you're being the Yoda to them and say, Hey, you can do this. Here is how, because I know what I'm doing. I've done this before. So you lead with equal parts, uh, authority and empathy. Hey, it's okay. We've been there. I can help you. This is how give them a really easy way, three-step process of getting involved with you and then show them what success looks like. Um, if you work with us, you will, you know, you will feel a certain way. You will start seeing clarity. You'll start, you know, having great meals or, you know, even the simplest of of messaging is the thing that conveys the most. Um, and there's a lot of other nuances to the framework, but the gist of it is position your customer as the, as the hero, give them the power to make that choice for themselves, but bring them into the story, have yourself as the guide and show them what success looks like if they work with you. Imagine having fun learning comprehensive firearms training indoors on Kern County's largest interactive firearms virtual simulator. Triple Threat Solutions offers affordable, comprehensive firearms training that is the same caliber for you and your employees as they train law enforcement officers. Call Roosevelt Scott with Triple Threat Solutions today at 661-374-1180 and sign up for a private session in his state-of-the-art laser virtual shooting range for only $45. For one hour, you and three of your employees can use this state-of-the-art indoor air-conditioned laser virtual shooting range for only $45. Call Triple Threat Solutions today at 661-374-1180 or go to triplethreatsolutions.net. That's Triple Threat Solutions at 661-374-1180 or go to triplethreatsolutions.net. 
We're here with Shannon Labar, the owner of Purveyor House, and we're talking about messaging and small business owners getting their message out. Tell us what are some of the external or internal conflicts that a small business owner has when they're faced with trying to get their message out that you help with? I think the biggest one is this curse. It is a curse of knowledge Mm. and it's a curse of internal lingo. Mm. Um, We are in our daily grind day in, day out. We're sending emails with abbreviations and, you know, smaller ways to describe something. Um, And you see that happening and shared out in um, general marketing on social media. All of this inside language is a brick wall to a consumer that has never heard of you. Mm -hmm. Well, now I have to learn all of these things. I have to get up to speed in order to even start working with them or hiring them. Um, It's the curse of this knowledge that you just kind of get trapped into. So I think that that's one really big, easy way to, you know, to have a pitfall in any type of messaging, even internally. Um, another one is also just being really close to it. It's the same kind of idea as um, having internal lingo, but just having something so you see it all the time. You don't see that you're actually confusing people. Hmm. You don't see that that is a you know the internal dialogue. But then what is the customer actually asking about? Those could be so different. You know, in, in the grand scheme of things, they're asking for one thing, and you're giving them another. You're missing the mark. So if you're able to really find that thing that helps that they're coming to you for mm-hmm. and you just tell the story through that you win how does a small business owner find out from their customers what that thing is you have to put yourself out there <laughs> okay all right um, uh, give us an example yeah so one trick that we do is we we ask you know if there is a customer that comes in we say hey can you look at my website really fast and it's mm. the, you know it's the, donald calls it the grunt test mm. i've done it before even before i knew it was the framework called the grunt <laughs> test it's i would even you know let me look set your your computer up on the you know the t- on the <laughs> the table uh-huh. and sit behind them sit just a couple feet away from them but so you can see what they're doing and just say what do i do and you just walk, have them walk through. So even see like the paths that they're clicking through. Mm-hmm. Ask them after three seconds. So what is it that I do? I mean, nine times out of ten, they're like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm, st- I'm still been reading it. I don't really know. Um, so that is one way. It, a lot of it is you have to ask. One, right. you have to ask, and the other is you have to engage. So if you're on social media, mm-hmm. you need to ask questions. You need mm. to, you know, say, hey. We're looking at something like this. How do you feel about this? You know, a lot of people, you just have to put yourself out there. Surveys, all of that stuff. Trusted friends, maybe not even customers. Mm -hmm. Trusted advisors, business coaches, all of that um, more advisory type of roles. Um, A lot of it comes out when you have, when you, are a little bit vulnerable. Mm. So I'm going to throw in a little bit of Miss Brene Brown in with your Donald Miller because Brene Brown talks about being very, very vulnerable with mm. your, you mm. know, being in business is one of the most vulnerable things I have ever had to do in my life. You have, you put it all out there and you hope people resonate with it. And so a little bit is kind of taking that back and saying, Hey, I'm going to be a little bit open with my struggles and can you help me through that? When a small business owner approaches you and they have a very complex, very diverse group of things or or opportunities mm-hmm. that they have or skills that they have to offer, what does what do you as the the marketer or their guide mm-hmm. go through and and how do you understand their fear? How do you understand the the challenges that they're going through? 
a lot of it is just listening. Mm. Um, and it's pushing, you know, it's the, the whys, you know, so why, how does that make you feel? It's a lot of therapy, honestly, marketing mm. in the beginning. Um, I listen first and mm -hmm. then I ask questions. Um, but then we also sit with it for a while. And so we're able to really dive into the meat and bones, meat and potatoes, whatever you want to say, the, the real crux of it all is that you have to be able to articulate your message regardless. Mm -hmm. Don't use, you know, the insider language will really, really put you in a corner. So I see a lot, a lot of business, especially people with passion. And mm. that's, you know, obviously we love to work with passionate people. Um, we, we get in this, it's me, it's all of these things. There's so many layers to my business. Everyone needs to know all of those pieces. Unfortunately, nonprofits are notorious for this <laughs> <laughs> because there's passion. And whenever mm. you find a business that has a lot of their identity wrapped into what they do, they want you to know why about all of the things. Mm -hmm. So we often see businesses come in here and after 20 minutes, I can't even relay to you what they do because it's so utterly complex. Mm -hmm. There's so many nuances. There's and if you imagine that in a marketing message, mm -hmm. you're going to lose, right. you know? So what we try to do is distill all of those heavy and very important things. None of these things will ever not be of importance, mm -hmm. but it's the messaging that you get out that grabs people first. So what do you actually do? Mm. I'm working with someone right now of, it's a very complex business. There's there's probably four or five target markets, which I never really suggest at all. Mm -hmm. but it makes sense <laughs> for what they're doing right? and trying to find the thing that connects all of them together, that you can have them all in one room, all of these target audiences, one room and say, I'm going to say one thing and all of you are going to be able to band around that. Hmm. If you're able to do that, that's all you should market. Right. That's right, all right, you should right, do. Right. And so you get that lead in, you say, okay, I'm going to tease in a little bit more of the pain points and see within where you land in my target. If you can assign this one thing with me, Let's actually figure out the thing that you really need after that. So it's a lot of, so why, why is that important? Who is, what are the, what are their motives? Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of this comes into the motivation as well. So mm -hmm. you have to know your motivation of your clientele, why they're looking with for some, someone to provide the services you do. Um, and so once you kind of really find that core motivation of the customer, mm -hmm. pair that with the beginning piece of, you know, the problems that you're already solving and say, do they match mm -hmm. all about it? It's all about clarity at sure. the end of the day. It's all about having that consistent and clean message from beginning to end. As a small business owner, you are a visioneer, a pioneer with vision, but sometimes it's hard to see the forest through the trees. You know where you want to go. You know what you want to do and have, but you need a confidential second set of eyes to help you get there. Small Business Celebration can be those eyes. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session. See the forest through the trees. Realize your vision. Go to smallbusinesscelebration.com and schedule a listening session today. I'm here with Shannon Lobar, the owner of Purveyor House, and we're talking about the process of marketing and taking a very complex, very sophisticated array of products and services that a small business owner has and being able to distill it down to one, two, or 
at most three key points on this. And give us an example of a method or a plan that you put forward to the with the business owner to help them put their plan into action or put their message into action. What kind of, give us a give us an idea of the plan that you you lay out for them. The perfect plan that we advise all of our customers to run through is uh, three phases of work together. Okay. Um, so our first phase is called discovery. You are in your business nine times, nine hours of the day, right? There's mm-hmm. so much work to be done. To bring on a marketing team and expect them to understand what you do and these complex nuances of things that are just in your brain it's not realistic. Mm. So we spend several hours with businesses in this discovery phase. And through that, we're able to understand them as our customer and what they're looking for. But also, how are we actually going to implement this? What's Mm. the purpose of having marketing if you're not going to implement it? Right. So we spend a lot of time in this discovery phase. We're doing research. We're doing brand studies. We're doing some focus groups. We're asking all of these questions. Mm -hmm. And most importantly, we're trying to see what the goal of this business is what are you trying to lead to are you tr- mm. are you trying to make more money or are you trying to get more donors or are you trying to get just awareness mm. all of those have different implementation tactics against them and if you go straight into building a website you're going to miss a lot of the nuances in the begin in the, the end that you should have figured out in the beginning right so we always spend the most time in this discovery phase because if we do that everything else is aligned right so it's the brand it's the it's understanding that and what we do that's a little bit more special to the whole story brand process is that we envelop the design elements into this Mm. so we think that it's only it's only impactful if you pair the clear messaging with clear design Mm -hmm. and so when you do both of those together you're hitting the visual learners and you're uh, hitting the ones that really read the content so if you can have these things go back and forth with each other it makes the sale a lot easier. Perfect. Um, so from this discovery phase, we're really building out these lists of all the things that people need to do, mm. all the business lists. Mm. Um, some people just take that and run with it. Mm-hmm. They have their own internal team. It's fantastic. Here's what to get your message out there. This is what we would suggest you do. Um, the ones that decide to have us implement it, then we have fun. We have the design comes in, all of the marketing planning comes in, the actual tactics that go against all of this. Um, that's where... A lot of the magic happens right. and a lot of times where businesses get just so overwhelmed and so luckily that's where we are <laughs> we can help with that overwhelm um and then at the end of the process for those you know those clients that are seeing us out through the whole whole thing um we stick around for a while because mm-hmm. what you don't want to do is start this new messaging campaign have words that describe your business you're like yes that is my business right there a month down the road you flip the word or you flip the tactic and people are like, wait, I thought you were this one other thing. Right. You have to implement it from a strategic point of view and a very, very consistent point of view to see if it actually works. Right. You have to see it through. So we love to stay on for a little bit, a little while, actually a long while, and have make sure the consistency's there. Make sure that you your brand message is consistent from the second that they you get a phone call, you answer the phone, to how their website functions, to how your internal documents work, to how your sales team is pitching. All of that stuff works incredibly well if it's all consistent. And 
most of the time, it seems really easy to accommodate. Oh, well, we'll just update this one thing. We'll update that. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's a lot. You don't even realize how many places your, your logo is. Imagine right. your, the inner dialogue of how you explain what you do. Right. You know, so if you're, if you're updating your messaging and your visuals, you got a lot of work to do. And we're, you, we like to make sure that our, our clients are confident in that messaging so that they are proud to, to put that business card across the table. Like, yeah, check me out. I know what I'm talking about. And you've gone through these three steps on, on the plan that you implement with them. What is your transition or call to action that you often like to use with small business owners to, to have them get their message out? For us, we, we ask people just to chat with us. Mm-hmm. We just want to hear your struggle. And we want to, we want a vision cast with you. We, I get so excited in like that lead generation phase because I can see it. I can see what we could do together. The magic will happen. Um, the other that's ours. A lot of it would work for more relational type of businesses. If you have a uh, product based business, mm-hmm. don't say, sh- just let come and shop literally say buy now right you have to, just like the call the, the the clarity is in the messaging the clarity is most important when you're asking for the sale right don't skirt around it don't be uncomfortable with asking for it just say buy now buy here get why why am i on your website then right you know you, we're wasting time you should have a big, bright orange button in the upper right-hand corner. Upper right-hand your... corner. It's the Z, right? <laughs> so your eyes, we work in, our eyes follow a Z pattern. So look at your website. You know, if you're listening to this, look at your website right now. Your logo should be on the top left-hand corner. Your main call to action should be on the right-hand top corner. And a little bit about what you do immediately to help the customer succeed in their life mm-hmm. should be that middle little header right in the middle, smack dab in the middle. So even implementing that can be really helpful for a business, but mm-hmm. you have to ask for the sale. Why are you in business? Right, exactly, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, I could say, oh, it's because I have passion and I love design <laughs> and I do, all of that is true. Right. But at the end of the day, I'm in business because I love it and because it affords me my livelihood. I don't have to have a part-time job to supplement this passion. and. That might be for other people's case, but I want this to succeed. So I'm going to ask you to call me because I want to talk to you. And what are some of the transformations that you've seen with your clients who have used your services? Yeah, the the one that rises most to the surface is most the hardest one to define mm-hmm. because it is an internal shift. It's an internal transformation. Mm. Um, it's one of that disillusionment, that confusion, that mm-hmm. what if we were able to do something like this mm-hmm. to, oh my gosh, you have to check this one. <laughs> like it's, it's pride and it feels so silly to say that that's our transformation because it's so woo woo and up <laughs> in the air, but uh-huh. there's something about not wanting to show a piece of your business off because it's not ready. Mm. And the fact that you're ready to show it off, you're mm-hmm. like, okay, now I, now my confidence is in sales is higher in my even just sharing on social media is a lot higher because I know that all of the pieces are in the right place and it takes time. Mm-hmm. So that is one more internal transformation that we see, but also really translate to sales because if you're asking for a sale on your website, but you're like, actually don't just call me. I'll figure it out. I have an, I have an online store, but don't look at it. <laughs> you're, you're shooting yourself on the foot. So if you have all the pieces dialed in, you know, and you're confident in it, you're going to succeed just because that enthusiasm is contagious. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on more of the product-based side, asking for the sale 
has tripled some of our clients' uh, sales in just a couple months of implementing Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And when you have the ability to share the marketing message in a much clearer way, mm-hmm. there's no confusion for your customers. They know exactly what you're for and who you're, who you're about. Mm-hmm. They're going to say, Oh, I, I, I need that. I see myself in that messaging. I need to try it at least. Right. So if you have the product that backs up the trial and you have what you say you have, they're going to come back. And if your business is a service-based business, what, what is your call to action on a website? Because you're not selling a thing. So what is it that, that a small business owner should look for on their website or put on their website as a call to action? Um, I would honestly steer clear from a contact us as mm. the call to action. Um, I think it's more important for them to schedule a time immediately to talk to you. Mm. So skip the email back and forth. Just my, my website is connected to my calendar. So if you're that interested to talk to me about the service I provide, I want to make sure you're, you're serious too. We can get lost in emails. So connect your website to your calendar. And there's a lot of tools that are, most of them are free. For example, um, there's acuity. If you use a Squarespace website, there's, um, acuity is now free because Mm. they're connected. Um, Calendly I think is another, they have all entry level ones. So, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're more enterprise business, there's once you connect to CRMs and you can get lead generation, but for the ones that are just looking to see if this is actually something, my calls have gone, I'm getting calls all the time. They, they, a lot of them don't lead to where I think that they will, but I'm at least helping somebody that day and they know me now and they know my business. They know the team that we have. And, uh, just that one switch on my personal stuff has my calendars filled with calls. So, you have to skirt away. You have to stop skirting around the issue of why they're on your website and just say, Hey, if you're interested in what I can do or what my business does, what I provide, what I serve, what I sell, let's talk, let's buy. So we've been talking a lot about how you, you get your message out there and clarifying your message. And that's a term that we like Mm -hmm. to use a lot is is clarifying your message. And one of the things I wanted to ask you about is you've got the small business owner that has been able to figure out down to one or two key points that their business is about. Mm -hmm. And they know who their avatar is. They know who their perfect client is. But what they're trying to next figure out, because they also, by the way, know what their avatar's problem is. But what they're still trying to figure out is how do they create a a transformational experience for that customer? And what's some of the things that you have seen that has worked well as the small business owner is going through this process that can be a guide to a transformational process that they can offer to their client or their customer? I think the most important thing is to really surprise them and make them excited about working with you Mm. about you being the only service the only product that could ever make them transform and how would you do that you sell the least and you give the most Mm. so even though they're not expecting to have you know a gift on when they onboard you make sure you have a gift. So the transformation is more of the buy-in of this is the right choice. And that's the, that's the over and abundant. I'm always going to go back to them. If I've ever, ever have a problem, the most undeniable choice for next time, um, on a more kind of tangible level, it's, uh, it's just making sure that you, you exceed their expectations and you 
do what you say you're going to do. If you offer two day shipping, that thing better be there in two days or less, Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know? So it's, it's taking a look at your systems and your processes to make sure that at the very basic level, you are, you are fulfilling them, Mm -hmm. but you're then my next, you know, the next phase of the business would be then how do we exceed that? And we get all of those surprise reviews of, wow, I wasn't expecting that kind of service. I wasn't expecting someone to actually pick up the phone when I called, mm-hmm. you know, it's uh, GoDaddy or any of those other big companies, you, Uline of all places, Uline, mm-hmm. <laughs> I could call mm-hmm. them right now and someone will answer the phone. So it's those little nuanced special things that make their customer feel heard mm-hmm. and that you haven't forgot about them. Our process is long. You know, we work with clients for months on end and we just, we have to make sure that they're always listened to and that we check in and say, Hey, we're working real hard for you right now. I know it doesn't really look like much is happening, but let me give you a little sneak peek, you know? So sometimes <laughs> our, you know, our, our design process could take a while. And so every once in a while, like, here's a little screenshot just in case you're curious. Um, so it's that surprise factor. It's a thing that they're not expecting. Um, it's really not done that often. Hmm. It's something that doesn't really cost you any extra money. Mm-hmm. It's just an attention to detail. So once you're done looking at, you know, logistics and making sure you can fulfill it, there's this book called The Power of Moments. And Mm. it's all about that little attention to detail that makes something stand out in your mind. Mm. You're going to always go back to the thing that you remember or is, you know, very close to your heart, especially if you're very sentimental. You're always going to go back to the same restaurant that next time you travel. Mm -hmm. So how do you make that moment special Mm -hmm. for your customer? How do you make that stand out in their mind? So there's a hotel in LA called the Magic Castle, and it's seemingly normal. It's a motel. There's nothing really fancy about it. You know, it's it's redone. It's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, But in the back by the pool, they have a popsicle hotline. You pick up the phone, say, hello, I would like some popsicles. I'm sure that the you know interaction is a lot more fancy than that. They bring popsicles on a silver platter <laughs> from their kitchen, frozen, perfect. They have one of the highest rated reviews in Los Angeles for hotels. It's nuts. How much more did that popsicle cost you? I could go buy a pack of 12 for three bucks. Right, right. You know, that is buzz. It's buzzworthy. It's memorable. It's interesting. It doesn't cost more money. Mm-hmm. It's that surprise wow factor that you can envelop in your business and ask your, you know, your customers what, you know, what makes them so excited about working with you is like, well, I didn't really realize that you guys would do all of this for me. I mean, I thought it'd be great, but I know this great. Um, you're, and then also giving the empowerment to your company and your employees to see, Hey, it'd be really special if we were able to do this, listen to that because they're the ones, you know, actually interfacing, you know, depending on how big your company is, they're interfacing with the clients the most. Right. So, Hey, it really, really special. This is really important to this one client. I wonder if that's the case for other clients. Right. Let's try it. What do we have to lose? Give that freedom to surprise mm-hmm. your clients and make a memorable moment because the second that a friend has the same issue that your company can solve, they're going to say, Hey, the, well, I, this happened to me. I'm staying in LA next week. Sure. You know, I heard this one thing about my friend staying, you know, who the power of the referral is insane. And so if you have something to actually talk about, right. Magnetize. It's amazing. What would be one thing that you could offer our visionary nation listeners today that they could use to grow a strong and profitable business? I would suggest 
taking time and focusing on why you're doing this business. If Mm. you're growing your business, if you're just starting, if you're thinking about starting a business, what's the point and how are you serving? Um, Write that down and don't forget about it. Mm. Make sure it's clear and you know, it's judged (laughs) up and well designed. But at the end of the day, if you can articulate why you do your business and how you're serving, Mm -hmm. you're going to make waves. It's going to be inevitable. Um, Block out that time and keep it sacred. Block out that Friday afternoon to just be excited about your business and never lose that edge of excitement. Because when you lose that, it, people can tell. Right. You know, it's not as you know memorable anymore. <laughs> it's just like, oh, let me swipe your card. All right, go on out. Um, if you if you lose that passion, something's wrong. Something's missing. Um, I would definitely say to spend the time on your business in the messaging and making sure you're always true to your core. Uh, that can come out through branding. You know that the the big deal about branding is that it's consistent all the way through and it's important to understand your brand. It's important to have everyone understand your brand. Uh, it's just, it's something that it doesn't take a lot of effort. It just takes a lot of intentionality. And if people wanted to get a hold of you, Visionary Nation wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? So our website is purveyorhouse.com. And for those who don't know how to spell purveyor. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, P-U-R-V-E-Y-O-R house typical spelling dot com Uh um we have all of our work up there we are really active on instagram and so our handle is purveyor house there's just a little period in between purveyor and house uh i own the other one but for some reason couldn't connect all of them um but we're on yeah we're on facebook and instagram and linkedin and we always respond to stuff and we'd love to chat with anybody well, Shannon, this has been a fantastic interview, and I, I'm really excited for Visionary Nation to give you guys a call because the way StoryBrand works and the formula is fantastic, and I'm glad that you're here in, in <laughs> Bakersfield, and, and I thank you for being on the podcast, and it's been wonderful having you. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I've been asked, who is a visioneer? A visioneer is a small business owner who's a pioneer that has vision. A visioneer is someone willing to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, and is willing to do something about it. A visioneer is ethical, smarter, faster, and leaner than the mainstream competition. A visioneer gives value first because visioneers are in business for the long haul. Visioneers understand the difference between saving money and earning a profit. Visioneers define their destiny. Visioneers create their own luck. Visioneers surround themselves with successful, like-minded people. Visioneers are renegades who defy the mainstream competition and are ready to change the world. Are you a visioneer? Become a visioneer by joining the Tribe on Small Business Celebrations Facebook page and on Instagram today. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you may find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. And that's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. Also, if you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to this podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. If there is a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on Facebook and let us know. 
Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration Podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.